are you doing? Listen to me. Uh, look, you love this woman, don't you? Yes. You want to hold her? Yes. Please? Yes. Then you got to, got to try a little tenderness. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Tenderness Theory. I am Matthew Clayton, and I will be facilitating today's listening. So, first things first, thank you for being here. Today, I really just want to get into, go deeper into tenderness and really how we can continue to use tenderness as a day-to-day practice in our lives, really as like an indicator to really check in with ourselves and ask the most simple question, am I being tender in this current moment? And from that How can I provide more tenderness to the space in this moment? Even if I am uh, going something, going through something currently that I don't necessarily care for. Or maybe you're going through something that's really beautiful um, and the tenderness is coming a bit more naturally to you. And those are the points where we can really pocket that information of tenderness of like our natural ways of providing tenderness in a space when it's something that we don't have to think about right so we always have access to kind of you know take a kind of document like okay this is this came really easy for me today I was doing something that I really loved I was with someone or with people that I really admire and and allow me to step into tenderness with ease. Um, Now, how can I use that when I am in lesser than ideal spaces that don't necessarily lift me up and tenderness is a a bit harder to come by? And that kind of brings me into today's topic that I really want to hit on. And it's um, it's relationships and When I talk about relationships in regards to tenderness, um, I'm not talking about anything specific. I'm I'm talking about relationships in general because everything that we do in life from one thing to the next is based on relationships and how we and what is our relationship with that that we are engaging with. So that can be with family. That can be with friends. That could be romantic, and that also, and that's also with self. And what's so beautiful about this is everything that we project out into our world externally, with family, friends, or romance, it begins with self. We are only able to put out into the universe what we are actively practicing within ourselves the language and the story that we have with ourselves. So specifically regarding relationship, we are speaking on tenderness and relationship with self. Because moment by moment, we have that access that nobody has. And that is the access of checking in 
with self and taking note of where you are on the scale or the spectrum of tenderness and asking those questions that we spoke of in those first couple minutes um, in beginning this podcast. So what is my relationship with myself? And the first question that comes to mind is, can I trust myself? Do I trust the person that I am? Do I trust how I show up in spaces? Do I trust my pace of which I make decisions? And do I trust my capacity to navigate through conflict or tension? And I really want to pinpoint that within the tenderness theory space, this is something that I will repeatedly return to. Because the essence of tenderness is how we navigate conflict. The essence of tenderness is how we practice tenderness when we are a lesser than ideal spaces that don't necessarily move us by default. The essence of tenderness is the practice of tenderness in any and all spaces. Not putting any space on a pedestal and not diminishing another space. Rather seeing all spaces as necessary. Necessary lessons. Necessary information to receive and to use. When it comes down to it, we live in an imperfect world. Making conflict inevitable. And it's so easy to get wrapped into the constant mode of I need to figure this out and reach this destination of utopia. Reach this destination of I have nothing else to worry about ever again in my life. And oftentimes we'll romanticize and even be bonded to this image of fixing ourselves. And I think really being in the society that we live in, I want to say that's okay because that'll never really go away. I think where we can find power in that dynamic is really being detail, having that attention to detail and understanding what that fixed image actually looks like. Like every molecule of that image. Not only what it looks like, but what it feels like. What does that embrace actually feel like? And if we are able to understand that and know like this is what I am trying to get to. Yeah, I don't want to be in this space of constantly trying to fix myself, but 
I know this is where I want to be. I know exactly what it looks like. And most importantly, I know the process of which it will take to get there. And I am impeccable in following this process, learning in this process, and remaining grounded and being the best version of me throughout this process. And I always like to remind people, there's nothing for you to fix. And this receives pushback often. It's like, what do you mean there's nothing for me to fix? I mean, if I don't have that mindset of of, of, of fixing something, like how do I? And it's like, no, there, you, when you are in this mode of fixing rather than being, then that is the practice. The practice of fixing becomes habitual. So whenever you do end up achieving that thing that you have longed for, and you achieve it in the mode of fixing, guess what? It's not enough. Because you practice the motion habitually of fixing rather than being, being what? Being enough. Right now is enough for me. Because right now is enough for me, I have the capacity to receive everything that is happening for me in this very moment. Rather than being in the mode of fixing, I'm fixated five steps ahead and I can't see what's going on right beneath me, right at my feet. So two terms that I want to speak on today that I want you to take with you and remember is confrontation, as in confronting tension, putting yourself right in front of it rather than avoiding it, and space, as in creating the space for conflict to be. And creating the space for you to be and sit with conflict and receive the information rather than combat conflict. So confrontation in relationships, rather with family, rather be romantic, rather with friends, rather with self. Whether with certain practices, whether it be with the gym, whether it be with a certain diet, you are confronting it, following that. You're allowing space to take its course, backing away, 
in some format, allowing things to be processed, allowing information to be received rather than being being becoming mechanical. Because that's what happens oftentimes. We become mechanical in our relationships with family, always needing to meet a certain expectation that they may have and need from us. Having never set boundaries, same thing in romantic relationships. So how do we create that tenderness for ourselves when where we can intentionally have that understanding like, OK, I, I I am going to confront this. I am confronting this right here right now. And I am able to confront this because. Well, I have the information to understand when I am avoiding and what avoidance looks like for me and the patterns that have gotten me to now where I can't unsee that I refuse to confront whatever this may be. So now in this moment, I am confronting this. I am allowing space for myself to confront this. And I am allowing space for the fullness for any and everything to take place on its accord. And I am allowing the space for myself to be a witness to any and everything that takes course. And this is the practice of enough rather than fixing. Because we as a society are in constant fixing mode, you know, that's not going to go away. So we embrace that, you know, we notice it, we hear it, we see that it is there, and we we hold it. And to reiterate, holding it looks like really mapping out that image, which, and mapping out that image, you may need to shed pieces of that image that are not authentic to who you are. You may need to shed pieces of those, of that image that, well, frankly was what somebody else had in mind for you. We may need to shed pieces of those image of that image, maybe something that someone else had as their image for you. So I want the practice for you going forward to be to begin rather with the affirmation that I am here and I am enough. I trust myself. There is nothing for me to fix. And I notice the thoughts of fixing. That just ain't my thoughts. And that is okay. So I want you to take a pen and paper. If you have a journal, that's beautiful. And... 
I want you to ask yourself, what areas in my life have I developed the pattern of avoiding? And in what ways do I avoid? What is the specialty that I have created to where I can avoid this and it really isn't a big deal at all because nobody knows really and um, there's no accountability. I don't need to be accountable. I've created a space for myself to create this pattern of avoidance. So I want you to jot seven to ten things that you may be avoiding and following that I want you to respond to each of those with in what ways can I allow myself to be gentle and confront these things with the understanding that I don't need to make massive shifts overnight the most important thing that I am trying to do here is practice the action and instill this mechanism of myself while dismantling the avoidance mechanism that I've created for myself. Instilling the muscle. And I mean, we are going to the gym for real. Instilling that muscle of I am confronting this. That is the intention. I don't necessarily need to have anything prepped out of how I need to confront it because that can also be harmful. Sometimes it's just uh, moving your body right in front of that thing. And most times that is enough. Because what we are driving here, what we are practicing here is the art of listening. Listening to that which we haven't given ourselves to listen, given ourselves an opportunity to listen to for fear of what we assume may happen. And there's this uh, Nikki Giovanni quote that I love so much. And it is as as long as the assumptions are the same. Nothing will change. So we must corner ourselves to create a new assumption. And it is the act of cornering ourselves that uh, that really is the practice that we're trying to instill. It is the act of releasing expectation so we can have that space to just listen and let things unfold in their most natural fashion. Tenderness is always available to us. It is a 24-hour store that is always open that we can always walk into. And everything in that store is free. I was going to say free 99, like like Kanye's workout plan song. 
Everything in that store is free 99. <laughs> so I want to leave you with that. Get your journal together. Jot those things down. And allow yourself to wake up into the new day with those affirmations that we spoke earlier. I am here. I belong here. I trust myself. I trust the pace with which I make decisions. I trust my body. I trust that my body gives me the information that I need to make the right decisions. Even if those decisions don't necessarily bring me gratification in that moment. I am relentless. I don't need gratification in that moment. I know it's coming. Why? Because I trust myself. Right? I will leave you with that. And this will conclude today's episode. Thank you for being here. And I will see you on the next episode.